Good morning, good morning everyone. Welcome back. We are here. Another blessed day the Lord has gave us. Thank you, Jesus. Um, okay, so today I will be reading Proverbs <clears throat> 25. And I'm gonna start with verse 6. So 6 through 14 it says, Do not exalt yourself in the presence of the king. And do not stand in the place of the great. For it is better than he say to you, come up here, than that you should be put lower in the presence of the prince. Whom your eyes have seen, do not go hastily to court. For what will will you do in the end, when your neighbor has put you to shame? Debate your case with your neighbor, and do not disclose the secret to another, lest he who hears it expose your shame and your reputation be ruined. A word filthy spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver, like an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold, is a wise rebuker to an obedient ear, like the cold of snow in time of harvest, is a faithful messenger to those who sent him, For he refreshes the soul of his masters. Whoever falsely boasts of giving is like clouds and wind without rain. So this chapter is really about um, how we should avoid self-exaltation. Exaltation, sorry. Um, How we should also humble ourselves before others and you know do not always just rush to seek legal justice if if it can be sorted out in other ways do it do not go hastily to court sometimes the court of law is unnecessary so you know we should never go just um straight to court if you can talk it out it's kind of what it's saying and um so I put these Bible verses again. I highlight them and put them on this tool that I have, which kind of um, changes the words and puts them like in a simpler summarizing um, to where you can understand it better. So I'm going to read it off of there. So 16 through 14 says, don't put yourself in front of the king uh, or think you deserve a place with his great men, it would be better for him to tell you, come up here, than to put you down in front of his lords. Um, What your eyes have seen, don't rush to court. What will you do if your friends make you look bad? If you go to court with your friend, don't break someone's trust. If they hear this, they may shame you, and the charge against you will stand. It is the right decision for apples of gold to be set in silver flames. The rebuke of a wise judge to an open ear is like gold earring or a fine gold ornament. An honest messenger is like a drink that has been cooled by snow during harvest time. He makes his boss feel better. Someone who brags about gifts never given is like clouds and wind without rain. So again, it's just this, um, these verses are just talking about how 
as his children, we need to be humble. We don't exalt ourselves. And if you're in a situation with someone, don't be so fast to seek uh, legal guidance. There's a lot of things. I think um, there's a lot of situations that can always be talked through. It doesn't need to resort right away to something legal. But sometimes there's a lot of people that tend to go the legal route just because they want to be heard or they don't know how to communicate so they'd rather take that route and also most of the time there's just a lot of pride when someone does these things they're more of a well you know what you're not gonna get away with what you're doing to me I'm taking you to court I'm doing this and that it's always not for the right reason the reasons become you didn't hear me out so I'm gonna make you hear me out Instead of, well, you know what, I think we should sit down and figure something out, find a mediator, find some ways of trying to get to the bottom of what's going on. And then I'm going to read verse 19 through 22, and it says, Confidence is an unfaithful man in time of trouble. It is like a bad tooth and a foot out of joint like one who takes away a garment in cold weather and like vinegar on soda is one who sings songs to a heavy heart if your enemy is hungry give him bread to eat and if he is thirsty give him water to drink for so you will heap coals of fire on his head and the lord will reward you the north wind brings forth rain and the backbiting tongue and angry countenance it is better to dwell in a corner top in a corner of a housetop than in a house shared with a contentious woman. So again I'm just gonna read it off of where I have it translated. It says relying on a cheating partner when you're in trouble is like having a broken tooth or a foot that won't work. Someone who sings songs to a heavy heart is like someone who takes off a coat on a cold day or like vinegar put on a wound. And if your enemy is thirsty, give him water to drink. If he is hungry, give him food to eat. If you do this, you will be put you will put hot coals on his head and the Lord will bless you. A sneaky mouth is like a north wind that brings rain out of the blue it makes people look shocked if you don't want to live with a grumpy wife live on a corner of the roof good news from a faraway place is like cold water to a tired soul the righteous woman give away give way to the wicked are like a muddy spring of dirty of dirt well Um, Too much honey is bad for you, and looking into things that are too deep is also wrong. Oh, I don't think we went that far, but I'm going to go ahead and read it off anyways. It's the end of the chapter. Someone who doesn't have self-control is like a city whose walls have been broken through. So, reading this is just... um, 
and makes me think about a lot of things um how he says confidence in an unfaithful man is in time of trouble is like a bad tooth and a foot out of joint so if you've if you guys ever been in a situation where you have to rely on someone who you don't feel confident in or you don't trust it says it's like relying on a cheating partner when you're in trouble is like having a bad toothache or a bad or a bad foot that won't work so i've been in situations where i've just needed help and whether it was financially um so for instance there was times where there was the gas was shut off right at my my apartment and although other people lived there nobody was contributing and i have all my children i am stressed out and i don't know what to do i was praying i was asking god to help me i didn't know how to do what i know i needed to do i was afraid of asking my mom not because she wouldn't help but just more of what would my partner say at the time and it was just like how this verse says i was relying on a cheating partner when you know when i was in, when i was stuck in trouble it, it felt like i you know i couldn't do anything i i'm rel- when you have a broken tooth man a tooth hurts so bad your head is just in tremendous help any nerve that touches you can't even eat so many things happen when you have a bad tooth so for them to put that on here you know it's like having a bad tooth or a foot that won't work you can't move you can't do anything so it just says like you will endure a bunch of headaches you will endure so much pain and yet you won't be able to do anything because you're incapable of moving and that was so right for me that that verse exactly um explained the way that i would feel in those moments so i you know would have no choice but to ask my mom and in these moments where she would help me now i'm hearing well you should have waited for me i was going to help i was going to do this and that and mind you guys when the gas or any bill gets shut off you know the balance way months before where i'm at it usually takes two to three months for the bill to or the utility to get shut down so again this was not just a surprising surprise you're cut off no it was a bill that had been pending for months that did not get taken care of and then when it got shut off it was still not being taken care of because I didn't have someone I can rely on, someone I can trust. And I wasn't able to trust in my own because I wasn't doing anything. So, yeah, that that's kind of what this verse reminded me of. And, but it says here, if your enemy is thirsty, give him water to drink. If he is hungry, hungry give him food to eat. So again, he's saying, although you've been through these things, or whoever your enemy might be, which again, 
this is something we hand over to to the Lord. You know, um, I don't have any hate. If I have any anything within inside of me that is still holding to some type of grudge, Father, I give it to you, and I ask that you just remove it from me. But then again, although you've already done that, you are well aware of what people have screwed you over before. But even though they have done these things in the past, if you are capable of helping someone, then by all means do that. But also do not allow it to be an open door for them to take advantage of you. So if someone needs help, and let's say this person needs help and they have never been that helping hand for you before, or they've just taken advantage of you, go ahead and still help, but make sure you make it aware of, you know, um, I'm doing this because it's the right thing to do. Not, I'm doing this because the door is open for you to just abuse me and take whenever you want. Make it clear, I'm doing this because it's the right thing to do to help you. But also, it's not the right thing to do to help you every and every single month. You have to do something for yourself, too. So that's another thing um, that we sometimes need to be aware, aware about. And it is amazing when you come out of situations where you are able to help others. It feels good. It feels good to help those in need and we always have to give with the right heart. Um, So I started a pantry in El Salvador. I'm not sure if I've talked to you guys about this, but I started a pantry in El Salvador um, just last month and I was talking to someone about it. And this person um, told me, well, you do know that, um, because the, okay, so the pantry is to help families in need, but we are giving the children the pantry bags. So the children will come and uh, pick it up for their parents. And um, this person had told me, well, you do know that, um, you're going to be serving a lot of people that are going to be saying that they're in need and they're going to come and get this food that you're providing and they're going to take it and um, they're going to take it home and give it to their man who is probably not doing anything. So the help that you're giving these children, they're going to or or the wives, they're going to be taking it back to their man and basically you're going to be getting played. So I told this person again. What they do with the food is not my problem. I am solemnly giving to their need. To um, being aware that there's people out there that don't have any money to eat. Who are walking around sometimes with days without eating. I'm giving food to those who need it. Again, what they do with it is not my problem. God sees my heart and my intention and he sees theirs. So whether they're coming um, to get food, to sell it or whatever it is, that's on them. And I would not care because that's not why I'm doing it. So then this person was just said, oh, OK, 
well and also I, I just kind of want to tell you you know be aware because the people out there are so judgmental they are so ungrateful so you're going to be over here feeding people and they're going to be saying oh look at that dumb lady she's over there giving us food and who does she think she is and she thinks she's better and my response for that one was the same exact thing I said you know what I do not care um what they do with or what they say from the help they're getting from me does not hurt me these are not the reasons why I am feeding them I am not feeding these people to be looked like a hero or to be praised in any kind of way I'm doing it out of the kindness of my heart now if they decide to talk about me for what I am doing that's on them again it will not stop me to from giving them what they need it's that's just not why I am doing it and um they just said oh okay you know they didn't have anything else to really say once I I again this is my the only reason I'm doing it so my answer didn't change but it was just um something that I was thinking to myself what if I was doing what I am doing now but I wasn't so um rooted in Christ how easily would I be getting swayed with those comments if I was not doing it because God has placed it in my heart how easily would I have allowed that to shift my mind or what about if I was doing it for the praise how easily would I have limited people from receiving what they need to receive? It is so mind-blowing when I started seeing it that way. What if I, you, who knows how many people are out there that maybe have thought, have had a thought like the one that I have of feeding the less fortunate, but then have been talked out of it by someone who came in and told them, well, you know what, you need to make sure you really assess who you're feeding because they can be doing this this and that and this and the person doesn't even have it in their heart to re- feed the the homeless for the right pe- for the right reason we see so many vi- people of like recording themselves feeding um the homeless and to me I don't judge the people that do that because I feel like it makes a lot of people aware of the situation right so you filming yourself and recording how many people are in need let's other people that don't even see these people who would never even take a day to go visit these people see how there is a need out there so i i don't i don't um judge those who film themselves or whatever um but there is some people that will go in and say i'm gonna go and feed the the homeless and kind of do it but do it out of um i want to say um do it kind of out of to try to make i don't know what word to say but to kind of try to make 
jokes out of these people or make fun of them or poke at them there's so many barriers that these people face that I don't even think a lot of people are aware Um, I can say from my experience kind of working with the homeless and you know try to meeting try meeting them where they where they're currently at and helping them is it's an eye-opener to see like there is a lot of people that need assistance that need food assistance that need um that need medicaid they need these things right but they have no place to live so they don't have an address so since they do not have an address they're incapable of um asking for or applying for food stamps or medicaid and these things they are incapable of applying for housing because they might not have an id all they have to do is go get their id but they don't have a way to pay for their id and when they go get their id they need a birth certificate and two pieces of mail these people do not have a birth certificate because they're probably living in the street they've been moving from back and forth they no longer have a birth certificate they do not have the two pieces of form that they need so there's just so many barriers that come to these things that people who have no clue about it would just automatically judge oh well look at that guy over there why doesn't he just get a job okay that's an easy statement why doesn't he get a job if you were to ask this person they probably don't have an id they don't even have an address to put on there they don't have a place where they can go and get dressed and change or they have no clothes to be able to go and look for a job they don't have these things and i don't think people that are so close-minded think about these things these are things that we need to be aware of this is why i love places that you know um give close to those in need i can say there was times where i was in the shelter and i needed clothes not because i didn't have any but i just didn't have the proper wear so i was in the midwest where it's cold coming from california I don't have the right jackets. I don't have the right clothes to wear for be prepared for the weather here. So although I had one or two jackets, um, it, it was it became hard moving back and forth. I would lose items. And um, when I was in the shelter, they had buckets of clothes that they would donate. They had you know jackets they the stores sometimes would donate new clothes so all of these things like sometimes you know like you go to the store and you see somebody opened a packet maybe to check the size of the underwear or however and then just put it back sometimes those packets that would be opened by somebody since they were underwears people don't feel comfortable buying um a packet of underwear that's open no one's gonna buy those they will leave those there so walmart or whatever stores they would donate those packets to the shelter it would be an open pack of underwears but they were brand new so i I was grateful that there's a lot of organizations that donate to this cause and it definitely helps others so again 
when this person was telling me these things, it's like none of those things matter to me. I never even thought of them. These are things that never crossed my mind because there was something that I didn't care. I It's in my heart to do it to help others, not to be praised, not to be seen. My solemn reason to for doing this is to help those who can't do it on their own because when I couldn't do it on my own I needed that type of assistance so now that I'm able to why not give back to the to those that you know gave to me so um again it is so important to always be rooted in the real cause of what you're doing things for because if for any second you start getting around the wrong company you can be easily swayed But then again, this is if you're not rooted with Christ. Again, my whole point of bringing this up, it just made me think, what if I was a person who didn't have this relationship with Christ? And I was just having this idea of helping others because I want to record it for social media. That's it, just to gain followers. Then I would honestly be doing it for the wrong reason. It wouldn't be to bring awareness. It would just be to create content and have people watch my page. And then I I think those comments would have switched or shifted my mindset or my way of thinking when it came comes to that. So you guys, you never know who the enemy is going to use to come and try to discourage you. And I just want to say to that, be very, very aware of who you're surrounding yourself with. Um, These people don't necessarily need to be evil or whatever, but be aware in the sense of, I know I, 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 I know that I will take these person's thoughts into consideration And I know this person isn't walking with Christ. So if you know these things, then kind of remove yourself. Because um, sometimes we have relationships that we've built over the years with friends that we've, you know, that have been close friends. And anything that they say, we, we take it into consideration. But some of these people are not followers. So you need to be aware of that. Hey, I, this person gave me an advice and although I'm very close to them, this person is not a follower of Christ. So I can, I just know whatever's coming out of their mouth. To, you know, I'm not saying that they're, they're dumb or anything like that. But I'm not taking any of their advice or any of their comments too seriously. Because I know it's not coming from my Lord. So yes, again, um, be aware. And... Um, Thank you guys for coming on here. That was chapter 25. I did a recording yesterday and I published it, but for some reason it did not post. So you guys will probably see two videos today, but yeah, that's the reason for it. I don't know why it did not post. Yesterday's episode did not post. I'm not exactly sure, but thank you guys. I will see you guys back tomorrow. Bye. Have a great day.